Hey, I'm Stevie. What's up? I'm Monty J. And you're listening to the Bookshelf Boyfriends Podcast. Where we take a deep dive with your favorite contemporary romance authors. Asking them questions about everything from their writing process to their reading habits, plus so much more. Join us as we help you find your next Bookshelf Boyfriend. What's up, bookworms? It's your host, Stevie. You started recording as soon as I took a bite of that fucking ice cream. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's MJ. I hope everybody's having a lovely Monday. Listen, guess what this week is, Stevie? It's Thanksgiving. fucking Thanksgiving week, baby. Oh, I'm so excited to go to my grandma's house and eat myself into a coma. I'm so excited. And like, you don't understand. Like, I'm going to eat all the food and then I'm going to take a nap on her couch like a little cat i'm just gonna curl up in a ball and just nap it away and i'm really excited about it what are you doing for thanksgiving stevie that was your cue to like you know not a damn thing by the way i feel so sorry for my grandma because sun saturday i cooked for um fletch's side of the family uh like it was his brother and his sister-in-law and their daughter and then a few of our friends and I cooked for them and that was only like 12 people and when I tell you I never want to do that ever again I was so stressed <laughs> out <laughs> um the meal was great I think I did a really good job on the food and stuff like that but I'm never going to do that and then I thought about my grandma and there was like 26 of us in that house holy shit the amount of food she has to cook no wonder that lady gets up at the crack of dawn before (laughs) (laughs) on the day of thanksgiving to cook like no wonder i made tacos last night Ooh, i like tacos that's kind of what i want for dinner is some tacos some mexican i like me a little chip and a little dip you know we're very plain over here my mom and i are both so similar like we just put like cheese and sour cream on our tacos Oh, well, I mean, I'm not that often. And I buy, I do like to add a little bit of something, something, like some jalapeno. I did, I did buy the Taco Bell mild sauce in a bottle, though. Mm. Because I like my little spicy. So I like my little spicy. That Diablo sauce, that fire Diablo or whatever the fuck it is. Diablo, I guess it's it. It's the one above fire. That shit's good as fuck. I used to just eat it like the packs, right? Mm-hmm. And it would just fill me up just in high school I'd fucking do that and that's why I had an eating disorder (laughs) um (laughs) anyways um I did read holy shit okay what did I what am I reading hold up what did I read I did read two books yesterday because you literally no joke I am not even ashamed to say that I didn't leave the couch Sunday I did not move out of the couch and I didn't even look at my phone really because I read the whole time However, I read a, I got an ARC copy for a um, editorial review for Tessa James, and it's her new book, Untamed Vixen, and it comes out November 30th. It is a reverse harem mafia dark romance, and when I tell you that I am in love with this man, his name is Magnus, I, I literally love him. 
okay? You have no idea. Um, and it was a really good book. It is super sexy, super steamy. The plot is really good for the length of it, you know? Like, it kept me intrigued, and the men just kept me going. Like, I was like, damn, I love all these men. Um, so it was really good. It's three guys, one girl. It was super good. So you can pre-order that now on Amazon. Um, or you can wait for it to go live for Kindle Unlimited. But it comes out November 30th. That was super good. And... <laughs> I got a super, 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 super early version of uh, Saffron Kent's These Thorn Kisses. And you know, I binged that shit in like two hours. Okay. Or like <laughs> three, but because it's a long book. But when I tell you, I am saying it right now, you're hearing it here first. Conrad Thorne tops all of her past book boyfriends. And that includes Simon Blackwood, who was once a part of my reverse harem. But I am swapping him for Conrad Thorne. <laughs> I loved this book. It was really good. Oh, I will tell you guys more about it when it gets closer to release and when arcs go out. So I'm not being super spoilery, but it is one of her best books. I loved it. Oh, win and con forever. These thorn kisses. Daddy Conrad for life. <laughs> but other than that, I haven't done anything else. I've just been writing. So those are the two books I've read that I wanted to recommend. Other than that, um, L and JC Hannigan's, um, which wait, when the fuck is this going to go live? tomorrow okay jc hannigan's coalescence 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 is free until november 24th um it is like a single dad mechanic uh one night stand rom-com welder welder something like that he's some type of handy welder a welder and it's like a rom-com you know whatever and it's very good and that's and that's free till November twenty fourth. That is all the book news I have. Okay, take it away. I haven't read anything. Mm. I've been a, I've been working on a secret project for this podcast for the last week, and MJ probably hates me at this point for it. <laughs> no, I don't hate nobody. I love it. You just like laughing at me because. Listen, she will do these projects and then tell me when they're already like a third of the way done. Just confirm that I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's like, you've already done it. She's like, yeah, I'm fine with it. She's already done with it. It's like, can I help with anything? She's like, no, nah, it's already planned. I just want to make sure you're good with it. It's like, oh, <laughs> so all right, like, thanks. Like, so we should, we should tell this story because this was really funny. When we did that massive anniversary giveaway. I can't. I told MJ, like, we're going to do five books for each trope. It'll be super easy. I had already had people signing up for it, like good to go. And then overnight, <laughs> oh it got God. to be over 107 bucks. I don't and even. I'm just like, I, I can't commit to helping with this yet. And I was like, no, I got this. <laughs> Yeah, because I was dead ass. First of all, I was just recovering. I had fucking pneumonia during the time that it was happening. But even before when you had planned it, I was literally in the trenches of writing the lies we steal. And I was like, lady, I was like, I hope you know that I'm not gonna be able to help you with this. <laughs> I'm I'll share the shit, I'll share the shit, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I am swamped. And then I come to her and I'm it. like, it's done. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, she's got like 80 books. It's like Jesus fucking Christ, Stevie. 
but hey whatever works whatever works um all right um i'm super excited to talk to the author that we're gonna have on here today i was unaware of who she was until i read a a short little novella novella however the fuck you pronounce that whatever by her for halloween i'd seen it on tiktok it was all over my feed and i saw one video and literally it showed like basically the blurb of it and it was like the title was like scream for us and the main characters names were jason michael and ghosts and i was like oh fucking sign me the fuck up for that shit baby i was like yes sir and you read it and they're like all wearing their designated masks that match their names and i was like this is the hottest thing i've ever read in my whole fucking life um so i was super excited when i found it and then me and, and then stevie found her in a group and Stevie commented after I had talked about it on the podcast. And then she was like, you know, whenever you want to come on the podcast, we'd love to have you in the podcast, whatever. And then I, oh my ass had to jump in there and be like, bitch, if you don't come on this goddamn podcast so I could talk to you about this shit, I would be so mad. So I was now she- scrolling through what was it like? It, I think it might have been Bang. Yeah, I think it was in Bang too. And, and somebody, somebody had recommended, recommended it. And she had and, commented on it and I commented yeah. on the post and said, we just talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then I swooped on in there like a thief in the night, baby. And it was within like, a week we had her scheduled. <laughs> I was like, yes, ma'am. I would like, I, I just want to know if we all have like a same traumatic, like I talked about this in the last podcast. I need to know if we all have like the same like trauma that m- made us like want to have a mass kink or <laughs> if, if it was just something else that happened you know we're gonna hold this thought because our guest is here so we're gonna add yes. her in on this conversation. So i'm super excited let me i was gonna read i was gonna read her intro this time but hurry okay, up let me read her molly doyle's passion for writing began in fifth grade english class after turning an online writing platform in 2000 to that in 2013 molly's work works have gained the attention of more than 43 million readers when she's not binge watching supernatural acting in haunt attractions or drinking wine near the fireplace she's writing erotica novels and dreaming of one day becoming a director and screenwriter let's go chat with molly doyle one thank you so much for joining us on the bookshelf boyfriends podcast molly doyle welcome welcome thank you so much for having me (laughs) We are super excited to chat with you. I so wish that I would have seen your TikTok prior to Halloween because I totally, we co- totally could have recorded this pre-Halloween and done like a Halloween episode because oh the books God. that we're going to be talking about today are pretty much Halloween themed. Oh, I know. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I found you on TikTok, saw that. Sh- I think my TikTok knows I I will see things like I'll talk about something to somebody and then I'll see things on my TikTok and I'm like am I into this yeah I'm into it I'm definitely into it and then when the whole like trend went down with like people doing shirtless TikToks with the ghost face mask on oh my I was like oh my god this is sending me into like an irrational kink that I have never realized that I had before like I knew that I was into like masks you know like hidden faces and shit but like Ghostface was not on that list until TikTok. And then I saw your book like two weeks later and I was like, this is amazing. I was like, somebody just knew. They knew. Okay. You know, before Um, I started writing Scream for Us though, I didn't even realize I had a mask kink. 
So, yeah, you know, listen, it's amazing the little things that we find out when reading, you know, like I didn't realize I had a blood kink until I fucking read, you know, the, (laughs) you know, it's fine, but it's all right. Apparently I do. Um, So, yeah, I was just like, this is, this is my cup of tea. I'm going to read this. And when I saw the video, I sent it to Stevie and I was like, Stevie, I was like, look at what I just found on TikTok. And she was like, oh God. Um, so we are going to be talking about Scream for Us, which is a short, dirty novella featuring three of my favorite scary men. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to know where in the hell did you come up with this idea? Oh my God. Okay. So where to begin? I've always been obsessed with Halloween. Um, okay, yes. I used to, I used to be a haunt actor, so I would act in haunted houses. Yeah. Jealous. I did that for the last few years. Um, so I've always been a huge fan of spooky season. So mm-hmm. I just got this idea one night and I actually posted a TikTok. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the video, uh, mm-hmm. but it was with my idea of mm-hmm. wanting to start this spooky, you know, smutty little novella. And I got a lot of feedback on that video. So I was like, okay, like I have to deliver now. I, ha- yeah. I have to, I have to do this. I have to write this. <laughs> Um, so it kind of just came from like me being obsessed with Halloween and spooky season and then also loving smut. And my main intention was I wanted to write a book basically with little to no plot, just Mm -hmm. have it all smut and Halloween related. So that's kind of how it was. You delivered like a motherfucker because I was like this. Shit is crazy and I like it. Okay. Oh I'm a huge, God. I'm a huge Halloween person. I think I'm just, a, I'm a scary person in general, um, both literally <laughs> and physically. Um, but I, I'm like, I love scary movies. They play like 365 days in the house. I just, I like <laughs> Stephen King is my favorite author. Spooky shit is my shit. Okay. So, yeah. and then I saw it and then, and then when I, cause I first just saw the cover and I think the TikTok I saw was like, I don't know you were like doing it was like with the you had like led lights or something like that so when I went to go read the blurb and I like read their names I was like I see what this I see what you're doing I see what you're <laughs> yes. doing here. you have caught my attention um so what was your favorite part of writing the book oh god my favorite part you know I actually I really loved writing ghosts point of view oh, I yeah. loved that chapter um because, you know, for the entire novella, it was all in Quinn's point of view. Mm-hmm. So I was really, really excited to dive into Ghost and actually get into his head and his mindset, which is totally, totally messed up. He's crazy. Um, but we love him for it. Oh, right? my God. Yeah. Love him. I, the crazy ones <laughs> I think it's clear favorite. that we're all, you know, we love ghosts. We're Sims for ghosts. So, um, so yeah, I feel like that was definitely my one of my favorite parts of writing was that scene in the haunted house like that entire oh, yeah. scene like the burning I, building mm. oh yeah it's a vibe it's it's yeah. literally a vibe I so have you have you read like dark romance before like have you like uh I don't know I guess like have you like enjoyed like dark romance was that something that you were into before you started writing this you know that's funny I've only read a couple dark romance novels okay um, I've only read a couple and this was my first time, you know, writing one. I'm still not sure if I would even really call it a dark romance. Cause I feel like I could have went a lot darker oh, man. But in the, 
in the back of my head, (laughs) in the back of my head, I was saving that idea just in case Scream for Us ended up, you know, blowing up so Mm -hmm. I could make it into a full length novel. And I feel like that's when you really have to unpack a lot of um, you know, information in a full oh, yeah. words. It's harder in a novella because it's so short. Yeah, I totally get that. But listen, there is no too dark. I don't think for me. Okay, I don't think I have a limit. Um, I was like, looking <laughs> she does not have a limit. I don't. Uh, I like to call myself like a garbage disposal of like books. You know, like <laughs> I'll, I'll try everything once. You know, like I'm, I'm sure that there are a few. There are definitely a few things that I've read, and I'm like, yeah, it's not really my jam. Like I'm not really into like the super super taboo like related like by blood kind of thing like you know yeah. don't, not yuck at nobody's yum everybody yeah, read what right. they want to read this is a safe place it's just personally not for me okay when yeah. it comes to that but however I will take a step brother okay I will take that um oh, I will yes. take like a teacher students listen and then I will take like the psychos too like if he's a serial killer but he has That's a soft okay. spot yeah I'm fine with it you know That's like it's okay, okay. Yeah, that is okay. If you want to kill for me, like go for it. I love it. Oh, absolutely. I literally have a character. So I currently am writing a dark romance series right now. I literally have a character that is actively the kind of guy that instead of bringing you like a box of chocolates on Valentine's Day would like deliver a head to your door (gasps) of like the guy who looked at you dirty in third grade, you know? Um, And it's kind of like when a, yeah. It's so when like can I, when can I read this, by the way? Oh, the first, the first one's already out. I'm working on the second one right now. Are you serious? What's yes. the name? I gotta read it's it. Called, it's called The Lies We Steal. It's by yours truly. Oh, um, I'm reading this. It's literally like the same. I equate it to like when a cat brings you like a dead bird, you know? And it's like, it's like a gift, you know? <laughs> They're bringing you like a dead gift, like a gift. And it's like, I know that this is a gift from you. So I'm going to take it and not think that it's creepy. Okay. It's like, yes. thank you. Exactly. Um, no, I love it. So do you have any plans to make any more holiday spice? Like, are we going to get like a ghost Christmas, like, or something else involving scary men and masks? Like, what is the plan? You said it, Christmas. Woo woo, I guess that shit. I'm so excited. Oh my God. Are you going to be doing the same people? You don't have to be spoilery, but I like to yes. the deeds. So I did actually post about it on TikTok um, yesterday. So it's not much of a spoiler to give it away now. Um, but I am giving these characters a Christmas special. Um, I know I'm really excited. The only thing is with this, it's going to be another novella. So it's going to be short and it's going to be just like the one night of Halloween, except this one is going to be Christmas. Um, and the, I'm still writing a full length novel for these characters. So in this, Christmas special that I'm going to be publishing from the time of where the first book for Scream for Us left off after Halloween night up until Christmas there's going to be that time lapse where you guys aren't going to know what happened because that is going to be in the full length novel okay got you and this Christmas edition isn't really going to have much of like um, like a total backstory, but you're still, you can almost read it as like a standalone, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I understand. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm like, Deck the halls with bloody men. I love it. Dark <laughs> Christmas. Dark Christmas vibe. I'm going to tell you. 
that's my type of Halloween. I and this is my type of Christmas I'm in because listen, last Christmas, oh my God, this is the best Christmas ever. I have this conversation <laughs> with like literally everybody who comes on during the holidays. I'm not like a huge Christmas holiday person, like reader wise, right? Like I don't mm-hmm. like I've never been a Hallmark fan. Like I don't like like I like I said, it's a safe place. If you want to read holiday romances, that's fine. But I've never been like a Christmas holiday person. But last year, Penelope Douglas released a a novella called fire night which is a it's like an it's like a novella about her devil's night series who are like four of my like very tender-hearted the love of my life characters like for my life and it, it's called fire night which is what they call christmas and it was like their version of christmas and i was like this is the kind of christmas i want okay oh where there's like God. a murder mystery happening okay it was like a game of clue i was like what the fuck is going on it was so oh, good. i have to read this you know i've never read the devil night series Oh my God. Listen I know everyone's telling me I have to. So now I'm, I'm going to get started. <laughs> Listen, I'll be honest with you when you read it. And this is what I tell everybody. When you read it, you have to just, you have to read to book three. And I know that when you start reading it, you're going to hate Damon and I hated him too, but you got it. You got to trust the process. You got to trust okay. it. And then okay, when you I'll get there, you. you're going to be like, this is the most amazing man I've ever met my whole life. So it'll be fine. Okay, um, I'm excited. <laughs> but I'm super excited about this Christmas thing. You have to let me know when it releases. Like, can I fucking I definitely it? will. Yeah, I don't know why I keep I keep giving myself like two to three weeks time to write a book. So <laughs> story of my life. Well, not really. I, I know. gave myself let me say something. I gave myself time this time and I think I fucked myself with it. Like I don't <laughs> think I ever want to do it again. I think I would rather write on a deadline. Oh kitty. Yes. Um, because giving myself too much time is stressing me out. Um, yes. anyways, we're going to shift gears to dominant desires, which you were talking about earlier before we started. Um, you have like this billionaire romance. Uh, it seems you've all, you've always been into kind of like writing like a little bit of dark and edgy. I feel like this one wasn't much as more dark as it was erotica, which is why I mean. Yeah. Um, so is this something <laughs> you always knew that you wanted to write? Like this was the genre you wanted to go into or like you learned once you started writing? Yes, hands down. I always have been interested in this. And I actually started writing Dominant Desires online on Wattpad. And I know Wattpad, my favorite. I love my (laughs) Wattpad readers. Listeners just know how much I love that shit. (laughs) No, I love it. So I think I was actually, I had to have been, I just graduated high school. It was like a year after, maybe I was like 19 Mm -hmm. and I started writing Dominant Desires and it took off. It has Mm -hmm. over 28 million reads on Wattpad um, since, yeah, it's, it's really insane. And, you know, it had thousands of votes, thousands of comments it was insanity. And that's when I realized that I really enjoyed writing this type of genre. Um, yeah. Because I didn't really, I didn't understand how many people were into it until I actually started posting it and, you know, throwing it out there, throwing my work yeah. out there. And then the response that I received just made me realize like, this is actually really popular. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Let me tell you, the BDSM dark, the <laughs> shit is just like, it's popping. Okay. Yeah. We love that on this podcast. I, that's my forte on this side. Okay. Um, <laughs> we like, we like to joke a lot. Like me and Stevie like to joke a lot. We're like, y- we're like the two sides of like yin and yang. She's like the light side and I'm the dark side. <laughs> uh, because it. she, she reads like 
I don't want to say lighter romance because some of the stuff she reads is like a little like edgier I guess it like I don't want to say fluff either because I hate that word I guess it's just more like it's not as dark as what I read like she's more like small town romance Steakers baby like I like I like suspenseful stuff too as much as the next person but I don't go hardcore in the dark romance world yeah I do the hardest (laughs) one I have gone in the dark romance is MJ's book (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which i can't and wait I'm gonna tell, to read i'm gonna tell you right now that's you did good that i mean my shit's like me i don't want to say my shit's like super light and it's not like the darkest darkest of shit but it gets there okay like it is pretty in there so i was really proud of you um but no i i read like i don't know if you know who trisha wolf is but she literally has a duet about a literal legitimate serial killer he's called like the angel maker of maine and he what? ends up with his psychologist. She's like a serial killer psychologist. She interviews them and like documents them and shit like that. Dude, Girl. I'm telling you, it's the You're best. You're going to have a whole TBR either. for her. To- <laughs> I know. Seriously. You're you just filling it. it up. <laughs> it's called uh, Born Darkly. And then I can't remember what the duet name is called, but I'm sure you'll be able to find it. They'll be together. I got, I got to write this down. I'm serious. We're going to have to add her to our um, Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I yes know. i know please can you do that <laughs> it's good it is good it's like one of my favorites and it's so well written so it's just really good um that so sounds for something that sounds amazing that's definitely something i want to read i'm 100%. gonna pull you into the dark romance pool you're gonna start reading all of these yes it's fine you're gonna be absorbed so <laughs> for listeners who haven't read donna desires can you tell them a little bit about it you don't have to be super spoilery but give us like a little rundown yeah definitely so it's basically about this woman, this girl. Um, she is a stripper trying to make ends meet. Um, she has a bit of a traumatic past, mm-hmm. childhood specifically. And one night after work, she meets this man, this handsome billionaire, who oh, I actually yeah. pictured at the time that I was writing it. Um, Ian Somerhalder. Um, Ooh, I, I know, I know. So, yes. Mm, so I love him. Yes. Um, so she basically meets this man and um, he offers her a deal because he knows um, he ends up finding out that she's really desperate for money. She's in need of money. So he offers her an m- insane amount of money. Um, it starts off with $10,000. Yeah. Um, to pose as his fake fiance at his sister's wedding. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And he, it does increase. So like it increases an insane amount. So it's a lot of money. Um, but to top it all off, he actually ends up getting her into the world of BDSM because behind closed doors, he is a dominant. So if she accepts this arrangement, she also has to agree to become his submissive for six months during her stay. I'm here for that. Who says no? You know, like, I just want to know the women that say no, you know, like, honestly, I read the, I read books. I read like erotica and like the BDSM world pretty often. Um, um, and it's just like, I read certain female characters, no way wrong. Like I, I love the difference in them where like some female characters are like, you're fucking crazy. Like that's never happening. And you know, it takes her a little bit to like warm up to him. And I would like to think that I would be that woman. I would, I would <laughs> like to think that I would be that woman, but I'm gonna be honest with you. If a man like Ian Summerholder walked up to me and said, I will give you $10,000 to be my fake fiance, but you have to be my submissive. I'd be like, yeah. 
absolutely. Yes. 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 No question. <laughs> I will yes. absolutely just, do that. And just I tell me to bark why. and I will. Tell me to bark. Exactly. And it's I like, I think that I might die. I think that that's why I might get abducted by a serial killer. Um, like, mm-hmm. I think I would be like the person's head Bundy. Like, I don't have blonde hair, so I'm not his <laughs> type. But I, I am the person. Oh, yeah. I'm the person that Ted Bundy <laughs> would definitely kill. Like, I would go with him. You know, yeah. I, I am definitely <laughs> that. take me with you. <laughs> exactly. But at the same time, if I was in a scary movie, I think I would survive. I've watched way too many of them. I know what not to do. But if given... If it's a hot serial killer, he might be able to fool me, honestly. Yeah, I love it. So it's fine. It's okay. (laughs) It's fine. So Sasha is, you know, our main female character. Um, And who inspired her? She's so strong. Like, even though, you know, she is, you know, has a really traumatic past. She's struggling for money and she's like barely making ends meet. But she's so strong in that. So I want to know, like, what inspired her? So to get a little deep, um, I so my dad took his life when I was 11. I'm so sorry. It's so okay. sorry. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I'm 28 now, so it's been a while. Um, so I kind of dug deep with the trauma that mm-hmm. Sasha felt while writing the book. Um, and I actually, Sasha is basically who I want to be when it comes to like handling trauma and how she holds herself. Mm -hmm. Um, if that makes any sense it definitely Um, does yeah so I feel like that was the inspiration behind Sasha because I mean let's let's be she's a bad bitch oh absolutely she is just I love her she is absolutely my favorite female character to this day um Mm -hmm. that's kind of where that came from was just the trauma that I went through and her trauma I feel like she is who I aspire to be (laughs) yeah yeah I get it I mean, so, I mean, I commend you for being able to like compress that trauma and like put it into a book because I, I myself know how difficult that is. Um, so like kudos to you, you did it so well. Um, so that just like goes to test like how uh, good of a writer you are. Um, and like, can we also just like, there's this thing, I saw this girl on TikTok. Okay. Well, it wasn't a girl. It was a girl. It was a person on TikTok that was like, um, talking about how submissive women, like people who get into like dominant submissive relationships like she's tired of like seeing like women be submissive in books and I'm like what and it's like because oh they're weak and they're yada 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 and it's like why can't women and be like strong as fuck outside of the room you know like if I want to go run a fortune 500 company but then come home and get my ass spanked by my dominant (laughs) then I should be able to do that you know exactly and that doesn't make me any less strong that doesn't make my company any less you know what it is and it's it's just like I don't understand this thing that people can't differentiate between needing uh like a sexual expressive outlet in that way and the same goes for men not all men are super dominant like some men with those high pressure jobs I watched a documentary where uh escorts talk about men that they sleep with like high in like government official men and they're like you are not gonna you are not gonna believe the amount of men that they sleep with that are actually the submissive ones in the relationship. They're out here passing bills and being these <laughs> badass men and they come into the bedroom and they want to be completely dominated. So and it's cuddled, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's like and it's like so to it's like oh okay, we can just look past that cuz they have a penis. But like if yeah. a woman wants to be dominated then god, she's weak, has no backbone. It's like 
I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. Okay. Yeah. No, I could not. I could not agree more with you on that 100%. And I think that's what's really cool too. What I loved so much while writing Dominant Desires Mm -hmm. um, was because Sasha is a stripper. She is so used to making the rules and she is in charge of everything that happens and everything that goes on. And then when she's given this chance to become a submissive it's the complete opposite of what she's used to yeah Um, she can relinquish some of that control and that's like refreshing exactly I also feel like it's a little hard for her too though because she's so used to being in charge you know what I mean and I think Um, that is something that is uh I feel like a lot of people need to understand like women like some women don't just like go from, you know, being in control of everything in their life and then, you know, like being completely submissive to a person. That's why that's a relationship that has like rules and safe words and it is eased into it, that kind of thing. So it's not like something that happens overnight. You can, you can be hesitant to give up some control. Okay. Nobody just like wakes up and is like, you know what I want to do today? I want to give myself (laughs) completely, totally, willingly, 100% to a person. Yes. And there's something so beautiful about it. Absolutely. It's amazing. You're giving your body, you're like giving your heart. It's a, it's beautiful. Like now I could never be in like a Dom sub relationship and not fall in love with him. Like I can't, I I would absolutely do that. (laughs) Yeah. Same Um, here. (laughs) So that's when I can't be in the contract because I'm going to break it. (laughs) 100%. All right. So Jackson is our main character uh, for our hero side. And so like, what was your favorite part of writing him? Oh, there's still so much even I don't understand about him. (laughs) He is, he's something else. He is, he has so much secret to him. Um, It's hard to even put into words for me because while I write, most of the time I just dive into writing and I learn about these characters as I'm writing, as I go on. Mm -hmm. And he's just, let's just say he has a dark troubled past that not anyone knows about yet which you will find out about in dark desires book two which I'm currently working on now Ooh, exciting I don't want to give too much away but there's a lot about Jackson that I feel like a lot of people actually don't really like him that much because of the way he treats Sasha halfway through the book yeah um but you'll find out why he is the way he is in the second book that's all I can say about that Ooh, I'm super excited I cannot wait I cannot wait all right so I'm gonna let Stevie take the last question and then she's gonna take over with some reading questions for you that way it's not just me talking okay (laughs) Okay. I was so excited for this that I was like you're at your turn I was like, I'm taking it over. (laughs) So what is next for you? Oof. Okay. So right now I'm working on the Christmas special for the characters from Scream for Us. And I'm also working on Dark Desires, um, book two in the Desires trilogy. And I do have a lot of other books and novellas that are in the back of my mind but for right now those are the two books that I'm working on (laughs) all right I'm excited to read fucking both of them I cannot wait thank you I can't wait either I'm really excited (laughs) all right (laughs) take it away pal 
All right, a reading question. So what book has your favorite cover? Now this can be any of your, like yours or it can be somebody else's. Scream for us, hands down. I'm obsessed. Oh. I'm obsessed with it. this cover. It's beautiful. My cover maker, we literally spent like over an hour. And originally this wasn't, I was aiming for this cover originally, um, but we decided to go with something else. And then an hour after we're working on that, I'm like, listen, there's just something that it's just doesn't feel right. And she said, mm -hmm. let me do one thing. Let me go back for a minute. And she took the first picture, the cover that you see now, and she tweaked it a little bit. And then that's how it was born. And I was like, that's it. Like, that's it. Hands down. That is the cover. And I'm obsessed with it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. I'm such a fan of discrete covers, by the way. Oh, I'm going to wait. I love discrete covers. I think it was perfect. I think it was a really good way to, you know, like it gives you enough, but not too much. It was, it was just perfect. It was good. Exactly. Also, mine is a discrete cover. I love a good discreet cover. Oh, They're I my love it. Faves. I love them. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, that took me fucking forever. Okay. <laughs> Don't like literally. Did you make much... that? Fuck no, I didn't. Absolutely oh, not. Finding <laughs> it was like the worst. So the person that I had originally wanted, okay. This is how this happened. It was like fate. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to work with this cover designer and I knew that she had been taking an, a hiatus because a, she is also an author and B, I knew that she was off social media for a while and she was taking a little bit of a break, but I fucking loved her dark romance covers. And I was like, Oh my God, I want to work with her so bad. So I was looking and I knew she was booked for when this book was releasing. So I was looking at her pre-maids and I found this one and it was originally called dead man's chest. I found it and I was like, fuck it. I'm buying it. And it's going to be the cover for the lies we seal. And then she opened up her bookings and I messaged that hoe. And I was like, Cassie, I was like, girl, I was like, please let me just go ahead and book you like in advance for the rest of the series so that it could, she'd already made the first one. So she could just tie them all in together. And she was like, girl, yeah. I got you. And I was oh, like, oh, it's the best so beautiful. Life. I love it. She's super talented. So talented. I love her stuff. Love I'll it. have to check her out. <laughs> she's great. And she's got a great reverse harem series, by the way. Her name is CL Matthews. Her name is Cassie, but she goes by CL Matthews. Ooh. Yeah. So just keep out. giving me more books. Sure. To my <laughs> I, will. I will. Don't worry. I definitely will. <laughs> You're going to need a year to catch up with her after she gets done her list. Oh, oh yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what usually attracts you to a book? The cover, the blurb, a recommendation, or the title? Oof, that is a good question. I would have to say recommendation, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, love I feel like the more recommendations, just because, especially if it's from someone that you know and you both like the same kind of books. Yeah. I feel like that is what really draws me in. Um, you know, we all love a good blurb and cover, um, but I feel like, word of mouth that draws me in more and attracts me to a book oh absolutely Definitely. I'll have 8,000 unread books on my kindle <laughs> and somebody will literally be like girl you gotta read this and it'll be the first but, one I read yeah <laughs> all right I'll go right read now. that one while I have fucking 30 of them on my tbr yeah I, I, am. Like, <laughs> I have it so is. many books on my kindle it's ridiculous yeah <laughs> yours is a gargantuan I can't even I don't have that many books on mine it's like it's got like 800 and I think the final count was like 896 or something like that oh my god 
Yeah, wow, I would pass that's out. That's a lot. But that's I also a was a blogger before I got into doing well we met because I was a blogger and I started this podcast as a blogger now I'm no longer a blogger oh um, my god we're gonna have to hard. update that we're gonna have to update the caption I know, have to I'm be. no longer a blogger no longer a blogger we're gonna have <laughs> to update what a PA this... and a PR <laughs> it's just gonna have to be author and author's PA <laughs> <laughs> I do PA for you <laughs> yeah I think all of my clients now have been on the show too so that's fu- that's actually really funny Oh yeah. Um, so what are some who are some of your favorite authors to read? Favorite authors. I would honestly have to say Lana Skye. Um, she's oh, actually a, a really shit. good friend of mine. Have you do you know who she is? Yes, I know who she is. Yeah, she has a hold up. I'm looking her up on Instagram. I've heard her name. Hold up. She has an Instagram, doesn't she? She does, yes. Hold up. Spell her name for me. I'm a face person. It's L A N A. Yeah. S K Y. Yeah. She's incredible. We we actually both wrote on Wattpad together back in the day. Yeah. So we kind of started on Wattpad, and she is a phenomenal writer. And everything she writes, I read. She is absolutely incredible. Her books are just. Mwah, just shut I'm pretty sure blood so money is on my kindle you need to read did you read I'm you pretty sure read it. it's on my kindle that's why I know who she is I know I know that knew that cover I saw it and I was like oh yep find that <laughs> yeah she's great so I would have to I would have to go with her um I wish I could give other authors but honestly I'm focusing so much on writing right now I barely have any time to read which stay story of my life welcome to every author's worst nightmare you know i, I know to read the so book you read. <laughs> and what's so guilty is, i feel guilty when i start to read <laughs> oh yeah oh me too and what sucks is is like i never get time i never get time to read like just random books that i like right because now i have like multiple author friends and so by the time <laughs> i'm done with my stuff they've released like two books and so i gotta <laughs> catch up with their shit because i have all yeah. their arcs and then I got to start writing again by the time I'm finished catching up with those. So it's like, I have no time to free read. <laughs> ever. Oh my God. I know. It's time. You see why I quit blogging. <laughs> like I it's was tough. so trenched inside of blogging to the point where I did not get yeah. to free read anymore. And it became a problem for me. So I was like, I think I need to stop now. <laughs> yeah. And now no, I, that I makes get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> Plus I read all my client stuff too, which that takes up a lot of time. <laughs> Because they all release at one time for some odd reason. Um, first of all, we try not to. Okay, oh. Kat and I cannot help the fact that we are on the same writing schedule right now. Oh, that's and Brianna and JJ are on the same writing schedule. Well, that is, we're just, we're doing, we're, I'm sorry. I hate it. I'm sorry. Y'all are trying to wear me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> so do you prefer any reader or physical copies? Physical. There's just oh, something yeah. about picking up a physical copy and being able to turn the pages. And I don't know if I'm just weird, but I love the smell, like the smell. Oh yeah. The I love the books. smell of books, but I don't read, I don't read mine. I read it on a Kindle and then I leave them up there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool too. I like, I like having the electronic copies. Um, like I have Kindle Unlimited, uh, but I just really love actually having the physical copy. I don't know if that'll ever change either. I like having the physical copy on my shelf. 
I, depending on like what genre I'm reading will depend if I'm reading the hard copy. Like my Stephen King ones, their spines are fucked because I'll read those paperbacks because uh, I like to submerge myself. But I am sadly an e-reader. And if I like the book enough, I'll order the paperback because I like to collect them. That's hey, nice. an obsession. It's <laughs> an obsession that I have. All right, so we're going to move to writing questions, which is my section of the podcast. Um, so are you a, I think I know the answer to this, but are you a plotter, pantser, or somewhere in between? Somewhere in between. Yeah, planter. Yeah, I would say somewhere in between. I, I feel like I plot a lot of it out, but it kind of depends while I'm writing too. Like a lot of stuff can change. Yeah. So it's kind we of had- as I'm going, like I'll have random, I'll be like, oh, what if this happens? And then I'll be like, that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> Story of my life. Yeah, I, had, right? I was on live and me and JC actually had this question where it was like, when you're writing, if something is like changing, are you more apt to change your character trait or your character's traits or the plot? And I'm like, it's always the plot. Once yes. I have determined a character in my head, and after I have done their fucking character outline, they're set. They are not moving. They're like stone. Yes, the plot I will alter around them. Yes, the plot 100%. will alter around them, hoes. <laughs> because I'm not changing anything. I've already done their character interview questions. They are real people. <laughs> they're not moving. Yeah. Um. So do you have any interesting writing quirks? Like when you sit down to write, like do you have to be like, eating a Twizzler or like wearing a certain pair of socks or something? So I can't write while I'm at a desk or a table. Okay. That um, is I, inconvenient. Yeah. Where do you write so it? I, like on, <laughs> on the couch. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Like on the couch or on the floor. I know that's weird. See, I was going to say, do you write on the floor because I feel sad? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> I used to do my homework on the floor when I was in college. Nope. I cannot yeah. hunch over like All that. The time. My back will kill me. I used to well, lay my, my back stomach. does kill me. My back is really bad, so. <laughs> I can't hunch over like that on the floor. And then if I try to write on anywhere, like on the couch, I'll fall asleep. My couch is so fucking comfortable. I will yeah. get tired and be like, oh my God, you know what I haven't done today? I haven't binge watched Survivor. And I just turn that on and like tell, I sit- fall asleep. I sit crisscross applesauce on the couch with my laptop in front of me and a blanket around me. And, um, oh yeah. So I also, I choose for every book I write, I choose one song and Mm. I write with it and just listening, listen to it continuously. One song. My ADHD could never, could never. It's weird. I get obsessed. I become obsessed and it's just one song. Isn't that weird? No, No, it's not weird. weird. I mean, a lot of people do that. It's just MJ, my, MJ finishes out a book with the same damn song every time. So I, it's not I do, except for my oh, dark romance too? ones. There's no fucking way I could. Well, see, I, I hyper fixate on things. So for like four chapters, I'll have heard this song and I'll write those four chapters continuously to that one song. And then my, I'll be like, oh God, new song. So then I'll find <laughs> another one and I'll write like three songs to it. However, for my contemporary romance novels, and I have five of those, they all end with the same song like I write the ending to their books to the same song and it is Iris by the Go-Go Dolls is it Go-Go yes. Dolls or Go-Go the Go-Go Dolls, Dolls. <laughs> the Go-Go Dolls whatever yes that song that. is amazing yep it is the it is the ultimate running back to each other in the rain 
yes. hugging Thank it you, out. Song. Yes. Exactly. It's the best. So I write my contemporary, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't write the end of my dark romances to that shit. That is not no. the song. <laughs> don't write those two. Um, especially the lies we steal. The last chapter of that hoe, a girl is getting wrapped in plastic wrap. There is no way. There is no oh way. Oh my god. I need to read yeah. this like now. It's crazy. <laughs> Alistair, read it after this. <laughs> Alistair has a breath kink, like an air kink. What is the word I'm looking for? It's a airplay. He's into airplay. So like any type of like withholding the breathing, <laughs> he'll do I to somebody. That. So I love, I love that. Him. But yeah, there's no way I'm listening to Iris. It's like, and I don't want. No, there's no way. <laughs> it would actually be kind of funny though. That's so weird. I could never, I could never. Honestly, a lot of my dark romance writing, um, and I will totally send you like links to this. I listened to, I have a playlist on Spotify that somebody made because I Googled like dark uh, playlist. It's called Graveyard. It's called Graveyard, Dark Atmosphere and Ambient. And like the, the caption is ghost creeps, demons, and the dead. They're all here in the graveyard. Create a dark atmosphere with this playlist of dark ambient <laughs> artists and scary sounds. I and love I was it. like, all right, we'll do that. And I wrote the lies we steal to the entire Hellfest playlist. That was the majority oh of what I list, listened to was Hellfest because that's all I, I have on television. So yeah, it's fine. I love it. I actually listened to Hurricane by 30 Seconds to Mars for Dominant Desires. Have you heard that song? <gasps> I yes. love 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. Who doesn't like Jared Leto? We're oh. band people here. Yes, I love that here. song. And every time I listen to that song, all I do is think of Dominant Desires now. Oh, yeah. And I think hurricanes. of songs. I think of songs yeah. in book, like by books now. Like I'll hear a song yeah. on the radio that I wrote like a sex scene to. And I'm like, oh my God, my two characters fucked to this song. Yeah. <laughs> have funny. you have you seen the music video for Hurricane by 30 no. Seconds to Mars? I have. It has, it has BDSM in it. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm going to have yeah. to watch it now. You have to watch it. It is incredible. Oh my God. That reminds me. There is a song by Asking Alexandria. It is one of my favorites. What is it? <gasps> I used Dead. to be obsessed with them when I, I was still am. Oh, Dan, still Danny's am. not with them anymore, right? No. Aunt what is the fucking so song? It's like, okay, I'll think of it. In well, a here's second. here's a good it. question. Were you a Warped Tour kid? Yes. <laughs> okay. So then you're right down our alley. Yeah, for real. Yes. <laughs> so obviously, I mean, I'm 32. So Warped Tour, I started going to Warped Tour when I was 14. Yes. And yep. spent a lot of time there. And I also am from Baltimore, which happens to be the home of Good Charlotte and All Time Low. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm being brought back right now. I haven't right? listened to yeah, I'm being brought back and I love it. I love it. Horns up, ladies. Um, <laughs> I have a whole container sitting on, on the floor behind me that has like all my wristbands. And I believe it. it and, and I mean, I have a I have two photo albums with like nothing but band pictures from like yeah. The craziest concert. I think I have a picture with me and Pierce the Veil somewhere. Are you serious? Yeah, I went to, I actually did, Um, they went on tour with All Time Low and Yumi at Six. There was somebody else on that tour. I think it might have been Breathe Carolina. Um, They played here. It was a hometown show for All Time Low and I had VIP passes for Pierce the Veil. Oh my God. And they were, so, oh my God, it was so much fun. And I absolutely love those guys so much. That's I would pass awesome. out. The song is the song is killing you by asking Alexandria. You gotta go watch the music video for that. It's about yeah, a girl who gets an invitation to a sex club. 
And it's, are you serious? It is so dark. I was like, this is the, this song does not fit this music video, but I'm here for it. Is this going to be the new song for Scream for Us? <laughs> it absolutely might be. I'm telling you right now, it absolutely might be because it's so good. Um, all right. Okay. So like, what do you like to do when you're not writing or reading? Oh God. Um, hmm. Breathing. Wow. I'm like really, bo- <laughs> yeah, I'm like really boring now that I think about it. It's okay. Me too. I feel, like, right. all, I feel like I just binge watch, uh, mm-hmm. Netflix, you know, <laughs> and, um, that's kind of it. I mean, I'm really into like crystals and meditating right now. Why are we not best friends? You have just walked down her alley. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. I've literally over the last few months, especially I've gone through like the craziest spiritual awakening. Okay. Yes. Um, we love to see it. Like, yes. And it's just been like beautiful. And now I see like all of these doors opening up for me, which is just absolutely crazy. Um, like with writing my passion and I actually, I, I manifested like everything. I, I swear, like, you know, manifestation. Yeah. And, oh, um, absolutely. I've been like putting a lot of my time when I meditate into that. Um, and then all of a sudden screen for us became a bestseller on Amazon, which is crazy. Um, so that's, I like to focus on like meditating and cause my mental health, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's just, it's not the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> um, <to> the <laughs> yeah. Right. So I feel like that's like why reading and writing is my escapism. <laughs> oh, I get it. From reality, I... you know fucking love okay listen so we have like an author mc where we're like so, and me and me i'm not the author i am in but she's a part of like the mc like i don't know if you ever read mc romance or like know the like mc like fucking hierarchy but yeah. what we 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 all have like a position in the the mc right and we all have like club yeah. names like mine is deuce um <laughs> and uh basically like because I do this all the time, but basically <laughs> I, um, I'm the, the Chapman, which is like the spiritual, like, advisor, advisor for everybody. I love it. So anytime anybody needs a tarot reading or a chakra cleanse or anything like that, it's always me they go to. She's done our I'm, past. I'm coming to you now. <laughs> yeah, I do tarot reads. I don't do them. I don't, I don't do it for money because I don't, I think it takes away the, I don't know. I get the thing. It takes away like the spirituality of it, I guess, you know, but yeah, I know definitely that's I awesome. Like, Thank you. And like, I have a shelf. I don't know if you can see it, but there's all my, I would crystals. love one. <laughs> I, yeah. There, it's literally like all my crystals and like meditation shit and all the things that's I do awesome. for, like new moon rituals. It's a good time. So like, I we yeah. all learned our past lives and what we were before now. And I, let me just tell you, apparently I was a man. Are you serious? Which makes sense. And I was heartbroken at like, and I was an yeah. artist of some sort. I was a dude in my past life. I have no idea about my past life. Y'all, I'll have to do a read for you. And I'll yeah, see what it is. that would be awesome. Do you guys make moon water? You have full moon water? It's on the shelf. It is literally yeah. on the shelf back there. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I have to have it. I'm in mean, rituals and like that kind of shit. Um, yep. Yeah, I do them all the time. I it's, My aunt Lala, is a, she does it for a living. She's like a psychic and she like sells things um nice. uh like crystals and tarot and all of that good jazz so I grew up around it like my whole life like my whole fucking house smelled like sage all the god <laughs> so, mine does too <laughs> I, get it. I get it now we go way back on our tiktok there's a video of us getting ready for a podcast episode and she starts saging the 
<laughs> it was a bad day in the world and I I couldn't I think it was I, the day it wasn't it was the day of the Capitol riots wasn't it yeah I was like it's too and much. <laughs> oh my gosh that is too funny so yeah all right okay so my last writing question is what is the weirdest thing that you've ever had to google for a book my favorite <laughs> question Well, I feel like it would have to be BDSM related yeah. um, for writing dominant desires because there's there's a good amount of, you know, activities in that book that, you know, I would be like, yes, like that is, I'm down. <laughs> I am down for that anytime, anywhere. Um, but then there's also some aspects where, me personally you know like I wouldn't exactly be into it so yeah. googling things like that at the top of my head I can't think of any but I do know that there's one and maybe we could come back to it if I end up remembering but it was really really weird that I had to google and I was like oh my if anyone could see what I'm googling right now like I would literally be like hospitalized oh yeah <laughs> I am pretty sure that I am on an FBI watch list yeah. for- people that might become serial killers yes um, because of the shit that I have to google like <laughs> I'm like a sexual sadist because it it, it goes back and forth between like <laughs> killing people and sex and killing people and sex yeah. I once googled I was like how long can you be like choked before you like pass out you know <laughs> what, is, what is what is what is like the, the measured amount of time like you know because you watch the movies and guys will like choke people out and it'll like they'll pass out but they won't die you know yeah. so it's like, what is the difference which how long do I have to choke somebody for them to just pass out not die but just pass out um and and I just yeah oh and and all the time I'll google shit <laughs> google will tell me like will give me a suicide hotline <laughs> are you serious oh my god it'll be that is hilarious it'll be like hurting yourself is like not the answer like we can (laughs) like call (laughs) it's like oh my god oh my god oh man that is not hilarious all right so we are going to head to the last section of the podcast which is trope questions it's our favorite set of questions we love these so what is your favorite trope to write and why oh god my favorite trope you know honestly I don't I wouldn't even say I really have a favorite is that crazy I feel like I I want to be able I want to write like at least one book for every trope there is oh yeah Um, not at all I'm all here for that yes like I would love to um yeah I don't have a favorite at the moment actually I don't that's crazy it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. You'll find I feel it. like I love them all, um, yeah. but I haven't, I haven't written them all yet. So that's why I feel like I can't really have a favorite yet. I get it. All right. Maybe we'll have to do one with you at a later date and later. Yeah. In the year. Yeah. We'll yeah. That'd be good. That right, sounds so awesome. <laughs> I feel like you kind of answered this one, but what is one trip you would eventually like to write and why? God. I feel like it would have to be, I was thinking about this the other day. I really, really, I really love enemies to lovers. Oh, we're here for an enemies to lovers. We love enemies to lovers. Yes, I feel like that is definitely one that I'm really, and I'm, I, I'm trying to think back because I've written a lot of books on Wattpad um, that weren't like published. Mm-hmm. I also, 
you know, I actually really enjoyed um, Brother's Best Friend. I wrote one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I feel like. Listen, Enemies to Lovers is the bomb. It's, 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 It's the OG. It's everybody loves it. Nobody hates Enemies to Lovers, okay? Yeah, I actually just got an idea just a second ago. I'm not going to say what it is. I, did you did you hear how I paused for a second? My brain was yeah. just like, wait a minute. That's My, a good idea. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. All right. So what's one trope you will never write and why? Or I guess like least likely to write. Um, hmm. This is another good question. I feel like I want to write every trope. <laughs> I nothing for us. Nothing. Yeah, like nothing turns me. Nothing like turns me away or turns me. So off. like aliens, like, you'll write. You're gonna write aliens. I would love to. Okay. All right. I, I would I, love I, to. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love P and R. Like so. I'm yeah. Fine with it. I'm here. Yeah. With it. All I right. Would love to. <laughs> that was okay. the first answer. We've never had that answer. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never had that answer before. So. I'm interested, honestly, I'm interested in everything, like expanding my horizon, you know, like I feel like, yeah, I would even go as to like, honestly, like as, as crazy, you know, it's not crazy because some oh, people are into it, but even writing like, you know, like a sibling kind of thing, I feel like I would. I mean, listen, yeah, I'm here for like a flower yeah. that type thing I mean I I mean (laughs) I cannot even say anything also I want to recant my earlier statement because as we were talking and I mentioned fire night I was thinking of a situation that occurred and I was like okay so maybe I'm not opposed to all the taboo uh because (laughs) I in fire night this is a spoiler if you haven't read it um so spoiler skip this part for like two minutes but um, in Fire Night, there is a part between, um, so the boys, the original four boys have children now, and my favorite guy has a daughter named Octavia, who is fucking delusionally crazy, and she's like six, and then my second favorite guy has a son, his name is Madden, and he's fucking quiet and like doesn't talk to anybody and is like low-key psychopath, but basically what happens is Octavia gets abducted, and there's like a dead body in the floor and like nobody knows where it came from and the guys are like going to find their kids or whatever and when they find them they found like this slew of bodies before they find like their kids and they're like on this boat thing or whatever and Madden is like like cuddling Octavia and like keeping her warm or whatever and um and Kai is like Madden like are you okay like you're covered in blood and he's like it's not my blood and they find out that like Madden who's like 11 has like killed these four people uh like I mean at one point he gouged a dude's eyeball out and oh, I was like oh my god I'm in love I love when he is older when he is older, <laughs> holy shit um yeah and then at like, the end of the book basically Madden uh Damon who's Octavia's dad is basically like don't ever feel bad about protecting her like ever like you know she we're yeah. to protect her or whatever and it goes she Penelope Douglas fucking kills us and teases us with his POV with Madden's POV and oh, it's very much so like Octavia comes in there and he made her like little origami thing like an origami ship and like gave yeah. it to her and he like she like sleeps in his bed because his smell like comforts her and I was yeah. like and they're cousins okay yeah my yeah. wife is Damon's half-sister 
And yeah. so they're cousins. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm not opposed to a flowers and the annex high five. They're just cousins. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, see, but, but that's the thing because the people, I feel like there's a, there's not a lot, but there's always a few rotten apples, so to yeah. speak, um, where, where they'll, you know, diss people for liking certain kinds of, you know, genres and tropes and all this. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's just a book. Like it's yeah. fiction. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. it's not real life. Yeah. It's a book. And I feel like it's, it shouldn't be looked down upon like it is um, in some cases. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's just, it's fun. Like it's, you're reading, you're going to another world. It's not a real world, maybe real to you. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, I mean, I just, I totally agree. Like, I think people who like shit on, like, okay, I think a big, a big one is like bully romance. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, don't get me wrong. I am the, I am like, I was bullied in middle school, bro. Like I hate bullying. Okay. Me too. However, just because it's like, I don't want to marry a serial killer either. You know, like, (laughs) yeah. Why? I mean, if they look like some of the guys in these books might, but I don't want to do that either. So it's like, I, this is like a healthy escape for people. And I think that people realize that if you are not able to differentiate between fiction and the real world then you don't need to be reading these books and that's just exactly how I, I literally have an 18 and year 18 years or older on all of my books and if you cannot if you're if you're 18 and you don't know the difference between real life and a book yeah. then don't read it exactly that's, because it's going to deal with stuff that I don't condone in real life yeah this is but, my same thoughts on the whole thing about why people say they don't like secret babies. And I'm like, but people aren't really keeping their pregnancies a secret in real life. Well, I mean, some I people are, but it could happen. But yeah. it's only it. in a fictional book. I yeah. get it. And I don't shit on you for that. It's fine. No, I'm not talking about it's you. I'm talking about it. other people. I get it. But I'm just saying, I don't want a kid running around while I'm trying to have kinky sex. It's just in my head. I don't, it's not my vibe. <laughs> Um, but I, I, yeah, I hate, I hate when people condemn and like shit on readers for enjoying these things that we don't do in real life. It is a healthy way of like escaping from the real world. Yes, exactly. And just like with Scream for Us, um, there's a good amount of reviews, especially on Goodreads, where it's people that are, people are leaving reviews saying like, this is so unrealistic. Well, yeah. Um, it, so it's yeah, it's, it's a book. Like yeah. it's, it's a book. It's not supposed to. So I had an ad, I had to add a disclaimer, uh-huh. um, basically saying like, this is not supposed to be realistic. Um, it's just fiction, which yeah. is kind of sad that you have to do that. But when you're when getting a, like one when star. When it's a fiction novel. I know. Under the category fiction. I know. And then of course, all the reviews, like this has no plot. It's all smut. It's like, that was my intention. Like, like I didn't you. even want, I'm surprised. Have a plot. Yeah. Like, but I'm surprised you. the plot that I could add into it because it was so short. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm surprised that at the amount of the plot that I put into screen for us, you know, yeah. like getting revenge and like, because when it's short too, like novellas, I feel like it's a little more difficult to actually have like a full plot. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I get it. 
But so. yeah, it's just like, dude, like Jason Voorhees is like, a, he's dead, dude. Like in all yeah. the movies, like he comes back up from the goddamn water. Like yeah. in all fiction, Michael Myers is like basically at this point, a superhero. Like dude is yeah. not going to ever die. Yeah. Like the only person that is like a real individual serial killer dude is Scream. That's it. Ghostface is it. Okay. Yeah. Everybody else is literally like they're supernatural beings. Jesus. Yep. But yeah, exactly. it's just like, I can't even deal with it. Anyways. All right, Stevie, you can take the last question. Okay. So if you were in a book, what trope would you want for your story? Oh God. Oh wow. Hmm. This is my life in front of the side. <laughs> I know, you there's, there's so many. I feel like. I just realized that Penelope Douglas is the reason that I am willing to bend the rules on taboo romance. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> anything that she writes is just like, it's okay with me. You know, it's fine. Yeah, she's, she's phenomenal. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. No, I, I actually, I don't know if I have an answer to that just because there's so many of them. That's why you pick reverse harem. So you okay, can- Okay, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll disclose- No, you know, you know what? That's actually, I'm going to have to say that. I'm so sorry if my boyfriend is listening to this right now. Um, but I would, I would <laughs> yeah, have I to it. say reverse harem, you know, because like that's, I'm just getting into that right now, especially after, you know, writing Scream for us, which I actually only intended for there to be one character, one male character. But -hmm. then I was like, oh, let's add like two more in and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm just full blown obsessed with these three guys. And if I could like live one of my favorite tropes, like it would have to be that because now like I'm like, I'm completely obsessed with like the three guys, one girl specifically. Oh yeah. It's a, (laughs) and and like not, and not having to choose and just like feeling something for all of them. And like, you know, no jealousy, like, just like, it's like, Oh, I don't know. I'm so sorry. I don't know. It's okay. Listen, it's all right. Mine is reverse harem. I already have my harem picked out. Is it? Is it really? Oh yeah. My harem has been selected a long time ago. So that's and I'm have and I also have a partner so um and he's used to it at this point you know like obviously <laughs> he have a choice at this point this is a fictional world we're living in if it's a trope I can choose then it's it's post partner you know like, yeah yeah no, that's <laughs> true whatever. that's that's so true no that's fine. true yeah I would have to say that then definitely hands down I honestly I wasn't even thinking of reverse harem as one of them or I would have said it like right off the bat <laughs> And then Stevie, yours is billionaire because I can oh, do it all. Yeah. And I and money can't they say money can't buy happiness, but it will help me. Yeah. <laughs> I can have a library at the same time. So I get it. You could have a library with like a ladder. Exactly. Oh, I want to be bell from the ladder. ladder. Yeah, with like a rolling ladder. It's the ladder right? Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. going for Beauty and the Beast vibes here. I'm here yes. <laughs> All right, so that is sadly the last question that we have for you, but you've been such a phenomenal guest and we want to thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thank you. This is your time to share if you have a sale coming up, a book coming up, anything new you want to talk about and let our listeners know where to find you. 
Okay. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. This is my first podcast. Um, as I told you earlier, I know. Thank you. I appreciate you guys popping my cherry. Uh, <laughs> You're most welcome. <laughs> yes. Um, so I am working on a Scream for Us Christmas special right now. Um, you can find updates on my Instagram, which is at Real Molly Doyle, um, and also my TikTok. Um, which honestly, I've been banned on TikTok so many times. I I believe my TikTok name is author Molly Doyle. Save <laughs> <laughs> my life. Yeah, I just keep having my account permanently disabled um, for violating guidelines. But anywho, um, that is what I'm working on right now. So I am giving myself a couple weeks to write this, and hopefully, I will be able to give everyone a little Christmas present of having a little Christmas special with these characters. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> well, we are super excited to read it and we can't wait to see what else you do in the coming months or whatever. Um, yeah. like I said, we loved having you on and we hope to chat with you again soon. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. <laughs>